Hi, this is Cindy Newbecker. I'm Cindy Newbecker. <laughs> this is Daily Life in Christ, my ministry. Um, today we're going to talk about the words that we speak, and this is in the series, um, Our Authority in Jesus. Okay, we talked about what we have authority over. Um, we talked about the, important of, uh, the importance of the name of Jesus um, and how powerful and um, and vital his name is and not to use it lightly don't be throwing that around don't use it as a swear word you know to curse something or whatever don't do that um, and so today we're going to talk about the words we speak now I did a actual whole series on this and I will I will put the link in um, show notes and various wherever you see this um, I know for sure I can in um, YouTube and probably rumble in some other places but anyways um, I will put the link in so that you can go to that if you'd like to, to see uh, more in-depth teaching on that I think it's a three-part series um, this is we're just going to talk about this um, in this teaching just today it won't be as deep as the the previous one but you'll get the gist uh, of the importance of the words that you speak because they are not just words they are not just oh well so what I said that they are vitally important. They are, they are containers. They can um, build up, tear down. Um, I had said, I think, before that, um, you know, the old, the old rhyme, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You know, that is a complete lie. You know, sticks and stones can break your bones, but your words that were spoken to you and over you and by you um, can actually hurt you far worse and take m much longer to heal from than any bone you know those those words can be effective in your life for years and years and years after your bones have healed so words are very very important what we say with them and how we can how we how we use them directs our life and we're going to talk about that today and can hurt other people hurt them very much we don't want to do that Words are hard to forget sometimes, too. So, Matthew um, 12, 36 and 37 says, And I tell you this, you must give an account on Judgment Day for every idle word you have spoken. Idle means like ineffective or words that were, um, uh, let's see, I guess ineffective would be the best way to put it. Ineffective, void, things that just were not helpful words and you're going to give an account for those words the words you say will either acquit you or condemn you notice it doesn't say notice what it doesn't say that scripture it doesn't say you'll be judged by your prayer life you'll be judged by your good deeds you'll be judged by your thankfulness you'll be judged by your church attendance you'll be judged by how much you love people <laughs> That doesn't, this does not say that. It says you'll be judged by the words you spoke. Yeesh. It's like, wow, we really, really, really need to pay more attention to what we say, don't we? I'm in there too. Believe me, I'm in there too. I, I say things I think later, oh, that wasn't good. <laughs> you know, and you have to, you can make it right. It's not hopeless. You can ask for forgiveness from the person that you may possibly have hurt. 
you can ask the Lord for forgiveness your for yourself for things you may have said that maybe nobody heard but you um, and you can also pray for a crop failure because you've just sown seeds with those words out into the, the world and you can cause some things to happen because of those words and you can ask for a crop failure if you spoke words that should not have been spoken as planted seed therefore that you don't want to grow so um, oh, yeah, I did write down. The word idle means careless or untrue. That's the word I was looking for. Careless or untrue. Okay? So you, we, will, we, will, we will give an account on Judgment Day for every, every careless and untrue word we spoke. Unless it's under the blood. And us, you for, ask for forgiveness. Because God said when you do, he forgets your sin. As far as he's this from the West. So I would get that stuff made right. I don't personally want to stand before the throne and give an account for every idle word I spoke that I if I hadn't uh, asked for forgiveness asked the Lord to deal with that and f you know to help me not to speak like that again um, because who wants that <laughs> I sure don't okay so the big scripture on this um, the, the one that has the and it's all over the Bible but um, the one that's that speaks the most to this situation of course is James 3 and I'm going to read it today um, the James 3 2 through 12 in the Passion Translation if you've never read the Passion Transla the Translation um, it's just the New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs I think he and he has some other books out now too I think the the translators I mean on that in that version but um, the good it's good it helps you understand I I know some people put down different translations oh and this it's not that and something and some translations are more of a paraphrase you know not really exact and so forth but I think if you pray ask the Holy Spirit to help you with this because um, you know your desire if you're going to read different versions of the Bible is to understand it right and that's a good thing and God wants you to so the best thing to do is to pray read whatever versions you need to read to understand it help, ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand it he will and I wouldn't just go too deep into putting down things and always looking for, oh, that's wrong and that's wrong and that's wrong. Well, just, just trust the Lord to help you know what's true, what's not. And if something like this, like in this particular version, I like to read it. It helps me, and I've been a Christian a long time, but it helps me understand certain things I didn't quite get before or see them in a, in a light that makes me think, oh, oh, I get that, you know. Um... And I think that's a good thing. So, there have been things sometimes I've read and thought, mm, and felt a check in my spirit inside. Holy Spirit lives in you, right? He'll let you know, hey, that's a little off. Okay, well, we'll let that go then. Not going to carry on about it. Just let it go. But things like this that are so good and so clear, and my heart goes, yep, that's right. And I know my spirit's agreeing with it. Yep, that is correct. Then, good. Then it helps you understand it, right? And that's what we want to do. All right, putting my little trusty glasses on. Um, so James 3, verse 2. We all fail in many areas, but especially with our words. Yet, oh, isn't that the truth? Yet, if we are able to bride the, bridle the wor words we say, we are powerful enough to control ourselves in every way, and that means our character is mature and fully developed. Whoa! 
So the more you control your words, is what I'm saying now, the more you control your the things that come out of your face, <laughs> the more mature you are. The more you let all that stuff go and, you know, just blither and say whatever you think you want to say and blah, 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 and don't care and think, well, it's just words. You're not very mature. God, it's very clear on that. Your character matures by getting yourself under control. And that takes practice. I don't know that any of us arrive, but we should be getting better at it, right? Horses have bits and bridles in their mouths so that we can control and guide their large body. And the same with mighty ships. Though they are massive and driven by fierce winds, yet they are steered by a tiny rudder at the direction of the person at the helm. And so the tongue is a small part of the body, yet it carries great power. Great, great power. Okay. Just think of how small flame can set a huge forest ablaze. You know, the words of our mouth, the things that we, you know, just, you can just say some little, you can repeat something you heard. Maybe it wasn't true. Maybe it was. But you can repeat it to the wrong people and set a whole course on fire. Not physically, not an actual blaze, but a blaze of hurt feelings, of ruined relationships, of confusion of just opening the door f for the enemy to come in and just cause havoc because you've just made such a mess with your mouth and that can be just from repeating some small thing because this is small this tongue this mouth but boy it can make a mess and I think we know that and people get by thinking that if they just type it out on social media and say nasty things to people that it doesn't matter but it still matters it's still words i mean really and we know those aren't necessarily being spoken but my goodness what's the point what is the point attacking people just because you feel like it i guess a lot of people feel like they feel better about themselves when they can attack and put down others but then for what for five minutes until they look in the mirror again and feel all bad about themselves again it's just not worth it. And it's not right. It's certainly not godly. And let me also say, your opinion, my opinion, who cares? Just because I think a certain thing doesn't mean I need to convey that. Not to anybody. And I'll tell you something else. Unsolicited advice is rarely ever taken. So, and I've learned that over the years because... You know, if people will come to you and ask you what you think, and that includes your family members specifically and, you know, outside your family, but if they come to you and ask you, well, what do you think about this? Um, then when you tell them, you know, well, here, or, you know, do you have any advice on this or what's your, what's your thoughts? Then when you tell them, they'll be more open to listening and your words can have good effect in situations like that. Um, but when people, oftentimes people will tell you their problems and they have no desire to hear the answer of how to fix that. They really don't want to know what you think. They just want you to listen. And to distinguish between those two things is very important because sometimes you're just throwing words out there. They're not going to be heated. It's a waste of your time. So don't. 
I mean, I would say, you know, don't. But boy, everybody these days, their opinion needs to be heard, you know, whether it's typed out in social media, whether it's spoken on videos, whether it's whatever, you know. You know, hear me, I know everything. Well, I don't. I'll be the first to tell you that. I surely do not. I will share with you what the Bible says. I will share with you my own experience with that Bible, with that word, with the Lord, because I've spent a long time, a lot of years getting to know him. I know his character. I know him. I have a good, solid relationship with him. He has gifted me to teach his word. He has told me to teach his word. So I'm being obedient in doing that, not giving you opinion. I'm giving you his word and you can take it or leave it. It actually doesn't affect me with which way you do. If you do or if you don't, I'd be happy to see people doing well over it because that's what God wants. And I'm just being obedient, but it isn't a practice of mine anymore. At one point in my life, I felt the need to tell people what I thought, but I don't anymore. If, if someone, you know, wants my opinion and asks me for counsel, and I do counsel quite often, um, I will. But then I'm not, you know, then, then listen to the, what, I, what I have to say because I know the word, not because I'm so super duper. And I think it's important to know that the whole world doesn't need to know what you think. It's easy to tell the whole world what you think these days, especially with the internet. We can tell everybody, oh, well, this is what I think. I'm so smart. This is what I know. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> your opinion may need, mean zip. It isn't going to affect anybody, you know, but the word of God will. Okay. And I'm not saying that you're stupid or that I am, but just, there's just too much of that in the world today too much hear what i have to say you know well control this the bible's very very clear about saying control your mouth because you can make a mess with the stuff you say okay all right um and the tongue is a fire it can be compared to the sum total of wickedness and is the most dangerous part of the human body. Whoa, huh? That's clear as it can be. It corrupts the entire body and is a hellish flame. It can be, it can be an awful hellish flame. It releases the fire that can burn throughout the course of human existence. So take that serious. That's very, very serious. Words should not just flippantly flow. Make sure your tongue is under the control of the Holy Spirit and that you are paying attention to what's coming out. And if you think something that's nasty or awful or harsh, don't say it. You don't need to. For every wild, wild animal on earth, including birds, creeping reptiles, and creatures of the sea and land, have all been overpowered and tamed by humans. But the tongue is not able to be tamed. He's saying this is a hard thing. It's a hard thing to tame. And it is. It takes practice. It takes practice all the time. And you know, too, you, you know, I taught a whole, like I said, series on this. And I'm teaching it again. And I'll probably teach it again and again and make it in and you know filter through other things that I teach because it's so 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 important um I know in my own life I need to hear it a lot so I'm sure you know and I know other people do too and they've told me that 
You know, you forget. It's easy to forget. It's it's easy to forget that everything we say is could have consequences, good or bad. And we don't want to forget that. We don't want to just get so loose-lipped that we just allow all this stuff to come back up because you're going to have to get it back under control again. Okay? And it's not fun. And you once you get a good control on your mouth, you want to keep it. Don't forget. <laughs> don't forget. Don't just let it go. You know, keep it under control. It's fickle, unrestrained evil that spews out words full of toxic poison. So we can, that's something that can be done. We use our tongue to praise our God, our Father, and then turn around and curse a person who is made in his very image. Oh, we, uh, that's very, very, it's sad and it's something that we got to quit doing. You know, praising God, you know, this is, this happens to be Sunday. When I'm making this video, I was at the church this morning praising the Lord. What I, and thank God I haven't, and but I could probably. It's happened, I'm sure, in the past. But come home and then put somebody down. The worst thing you can do is go into church, praise and praise, you know, praise the Lord, bless Him. Come out, get in your car, come home, talk about your pastor, talk bad about your people you've seen, and people in your church, how they dress, what they said, what they look like, all these things. That's awful that's cursing a person that's been made in god's very image and he's saying don't do that don't do that you know i used to have a problem with that years ago i mean i had a problem with it um because i i had this awful ability to see faults in people and make fun of them and isn't that awful isn't that terrible um but i used to work in an office where there was a small office and just a few a couple of girls me and another gal and the wife of the doctor and we you know I'd see people come in instantly could pick something apart about them tell the other girl make her laugh oh it was all so funny and fun until the Holy Spirit really really got on my case and said you're tearing apart people that are made in my image stop that and I was like oh, man so I did I mean, I prayed about it. I said, help me not even see that stuff. I don't even want to see it. Don't let me see other people's whatever I think is wrong with them. And I, who am I to judge? But anyway, so I quit doing that. And I wasn't Miss Funny anymore in the office, but it was a title I was happy to lose because I need not be doing that. It was wrong, and I got it under control. So let me go on here to verse, main is image, verse 10. Out of the same mouth we pour out words of praise one minute and curses the next. My brothers and sisters, this should never be. Would you look over olives hanging on a tree or go pick figs from a grapevine? Is possible that it is it possible that fresh and bitter water can flow from the same spring? So neither can bitter produce spring water. Oh, okay. So neither can a bitter spring produce fresh water. So in other words, what he's saying is, don't be, don't be one way than the other, and one thing, and think. You know, one doesn't cancel the other out. You know, you'd like. I mean, it'd be nice to think that that was the case. Well, I was praising the Lord today, so I'm all good, so I can say this and talk this way to this person, whatever. One doesn't cancel the other out. It doesn't. So, 
don't be a person who goes to church, puts on the face, praises the Lord, sings the nice songs, and come home, talks nasty to your family, mean about people at church, bad about your, your pastor, you know, putting him down, and, and, you know, talking to other Christians about other Christians, or, and oh man, don't talk to non-Christians about, you know, your church, or your Christian friends or whatever. I mean, all of that, every bit of it is just bad. Just don't. Just don't. Control the mouth. Control it. The minute you have a thought about something that you shouldn't be thinking and it's getting ready to come out the mouth, put a stop to it. Okay? Just stop that. Say, okay, nope, I'm not talking like that. I'm not saying those things. I'm not. And if somebody's in your presence and you feel the need to tell them every awful thing about themselves, don't. Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. It isn't your job to fix everybody. It isn't my job to fix everybody. Can't do it anyway. Just can't. People don't always listen. They don't want to know what you have to say. So that's really important. So we want to take a very, you know, we want to be very, very, what am I trying to say? Very aware. That's the word. Aware of what we are saying. Okay? It's very, very important so important that we get that stuff under control that we're not harming hurting other people with what we know we think is we're so smart or that we're not talking behind people's backs and tearing others down and that we're not speaking things that are causing terrible things in other people you know people have grown up you know with words that were spoken over them as children that they never forgot and it profoundly affected their personality you know that oftentimes people will have a real stronghold problem in their brain because of words spoken to them and over them as a child you know so let's let's get that under control okay we'll do it won't we okay so we talked about um, the importance of the name of Jesus I told you kind of hold on to that and we just talked about the words of your mouth right so in our next, next video we're going to talk about how to use those things to use your authority correctly in all the areas that you have authority in. Okay? So thanks for watching today and come back and watch our next one.